Hey, it's Jenna, and this is the At Home Tarot Podcast, where we're building a home within ourselves, one daily spiritual practice at a time. If you're a returning listener, now's a really good time to head to the podcast page of Apple or Spotify and leave your five-star review. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing today? Welcome in to another uh, daily spiritual practice of tarot where we are kind of just clearing that spirit channel within you, the one that the one that's not full of ego, the one that is not full of merging with others or overgiving or other acts that lend itself to codependency and um, a loss and a forgetting of self. And so if you're here, you're here to remember who you are, your true self. Um, and in that clearing, be able to really connect out and be intimate with the world around you, the people around you in a more real way, in a way where, um, you know, we aren't engaging in the same patterns anymore. Um, and hopefully, um, in that we find a lot more love, a lot more belonging and a lot more stability, um, at the very least within ourselves. So good morning. That's what I'm about. If you're new, um, hi, it's so good. So good to again, be back. Um, what a weekend I, I spent the weekend alone and it was quite nice. Um, but it was so good. So good to see my partner last night and have him, you know, return home and, um, I missed that. And that really tells me, ah, oh, yeah, I am, ah, oh, I am committed. I am devoted to all of the crap that's going to come along, especially within myself of uh, living together. <laughs> I mean, you got to kind of laugh at yourself, but you know, I've been independent for so long. And so that was like a nice reminder that, you know, to just be laying side by side with my partner um, with him and, and have him here and have him contribute to the space around me was so good. Like we cleaned up a little together cause I left it while he was gone because I didn't feel like it was all mine and, and I had other things to do. And that's always a very hard thing for me to leave chores undone. Um, but he was, he was great about it. He came home and we did it together and, um, and, you know, we, we got that, that intimate time and yeah, it's nice to know. It's nice to, to feel that way. Um, and definitely reckoning. And that is kind of a theme today in our tarot cards is, is reckoning with these old patterns in ourselves and reckoning with the fact that, you know, we just went through a full moon in Scorpio. We just noticed patterns. If you haven't, um, gone to listen to your tarot reading there from two days ago for the full moon, do go back and listen for your sun sign or your moon sign or your Pluto sign or whatever sign is resonating with you. Um, today, uh, Pluto's good because it, it kind of rules Scorpio and those things. Um, but yeah, we're just, we're reckoning with seeing things, especially about ourselves, especially about our life, especially about the way we do things that, that don't sit pretty, um, <laughs> you know, and they don't sit nicely with us. And we're like, oh, 
cringe, right? Cringe at ourselves. And, um, and, and so we're reckoning with these things and we're reckoning with releases of that. And the fact that while those things get to be revealed and we, we can start to notice them on a, like a logical level, on a knowledgeable level, like it, and we're going to start, if not already experience thing on, on a felt level and not, I don't mean emotionally. I mean, like we experience some situation, some moment, some big thing that we actually went through or some little thing we went through where like it, it just made it really clear. If you know the feeling of having known something because you read it or you saw it and so you knew it logically you knew it in your head but then all of a sudden you go through the experience yourself or something like that and you for the first time you actually realize it you actually felt what that experience was like um that is what i'm talking about that we are a lot of us are still in the knowledge space, still in the logic space, and we're starting to have those experiences of, um, of, uh, those, those ego deaths, those identity deaths, those life, death, life kind of metaphors around, uh, rebirth around becoming a new person around reinventing yourself, um, around always evolving and letting, letting old versions of you go. Um, and we're going to start having those experiences where now we don't just see the thing that was, you know, rotting away that the thing that was decaying. Um, but now we're actually having these experiences where we feel them, you know, and, and we're actually going through stuff that makes it real for us. I think that that's what a realization is. I think we, I I'm, can be kind of up on language a little bit and love language. And I think we often say like we realize something when we knew it logically in our head. But I think we realize something when it becomes real for us. Because something in our head doesn't become real until we experience it. We only know um we only know so much. We only know the real surface understanding and we don't have the actual experience. It's the difference between understanding something and actually having experienced it yourself. You're going to talk about it differently. You're going to have different realizations. And I think that's what a true realization is. It's not that we just learned it. Um, it it's that we made it real. It became very real for us. And that is what today's tarot reading is all about because our self-abandonment card is the judgment card and our self-returning is the five of cups. And I'm going to get to that part, um, here, but the judgment card to me as a reader, um, who's really looked at cards and I've been a little obsessed and a little focused on the cards from card 10 to about the star card, because I keep getting cards in that range for our readings and for different readings. And other people are talking to me about cards in this range. They're 
talking to me about the tower. They're talking to me about the hanged man. Um, some people are talking to me about the star a lot and it's interesting. And I'm always obsessed because I'm a Sagittarius. My card is temperance. That's the 14 card. My relationship almost always gets the devil card because the relationship I'm in is a prime um, landscape. It is like such a fertile landscape for both me and my partner to be in super extreme codependency. And that hasn't happened. Or at least like it's these small, tiny things. It's not like blown out like it's been in my past relationships. And I love that because I feel at first it scared me. And then I'm like, oh, like we continue to release ourselves from this. We're always working on codependency together. And uh, it's like some of our biggest learning. And so um, I've learned that it doesn't have to be a scary thing. And so that whole range... Um, 13 is the death card. And this is what I'm talking about right now. We're going through these ego deaths. We are seeing things we've never seen before. And we're reckoning with ourselves in ways we've never had to reckon with ourselves before. And we're reckoning with our identity and who we are and who we get to be. And we're reckoning with the way we move through the world. I think a lot of us are reckoning with the way we function inside relationships and the way we have in the past and the patterns that are still present. We're reckoning with ourselves and who we've been when it comes to love and people. Let me take a little sip of um, my little chicory dandelion coffee thing here. Oh, that's so good. Okay. I just wanted that to sink in and it was smelling really good and I don't want to leave it to get cold. <laughs> so we're reckoning. We are reckoning with those identity deaths, with those patterns that are being revealed, that want to be released, that we are releasing, all that kind of thing. And I hear this all the time. I hear this all the time. As soon as somebody is experiencing that realization and that it's becoming very real to them what's decaying, right? What is dying? What has been rotting that, that they need to clean out of that fridge of theirs <laughs> and get rid of? Um, that all of a sudden they start talking about rebirth and they start talking about the next version of themselves. And it's, oh, it, it's just a thing we do. And there was actually a time, I think it was early 2021, where I had a couple tarot clients, same thing. They were going through these deaths and they were talking about rebirth and they were talking about the fact that they had actually let so much go like a while ago, like a couple of months ago. And they didn't feel like they were the next person yet. They didn't feel like there had been this rebirth, which is judgment. Judgment is a calling out, a calling forward. To, there, It's like there's a call and you finally hear it and you heed it and you listen and you move towards it. 
And in a way, it's an awakening of the next version of yourself. And that final ability to move towards and see what everything before. So we think the major arcana and all this death and rebirth and codependency and moving through the subconscious, like all of the that imagery, especially from the 10 card, 11 card on, where we're finally ready. We finally can see what this was all moving us towards. And we, in that, we find our renewal and we move from 20 to 21, our last major arcana, and, and we realize we've integrated. Like once we see our next calling, once we actually begin to awaken to the next version of ourselves, and we reckon with the fact and we're done grieving, we're done grieving everything, we're done holding on emotionally to past person, past patterns, and we can actually see the next version of us. Sorry, I'm going to not say see, because you might see the next version of yourself already. I might see the next version, but we feel it. We see that it was one with us all along. And it starts to become real, a real experience of stepping into it, a real awakening. That is when we know, okay, I, once we do that, then we've integrated. When we have completely been able to let our self go, our old self go, go through all the grief and integration that comes along with it and come out the other side and actually see the next version of us, not even just see it, but know it's right here with us and understand that it's within us. And that purpose is like pulsating, 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 like our heart is beating within us. In that moment, if we do not constrict, because there's still a moment in judgment where we could constrict and hold on to the part of us that that we've been grieving, the, the part of us that has felt real for a long time and not let that pulse of the newness fill our veins and become the next real thing. We can constrict and, and stop that and we can stop it every time. Um, but if we don't do that, then we move forward and then we're in um, the world card, which means we have just integrated everything we've been through and we're at peace for a while. And then we start again, <laughs> but that's for another time. Um, and so this is our self-abandonment card. And it what it's saying is we're trying to quote, skip to the good part. You know, that song on TikTok and <laughs> oh no, so many reels. It's like, can we skip to the good part? Um, no, we can't. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, for many of us, we can't. And actually, I think most people who've been through these experiences agree that there's a middle ear area here. Um, that actually sometimes like our behavior and different things like that and our choices can really just boom, change. You know, we see what needs to go and we can change that behavior. But that becoming of the next version of you, that internal process, that takes time. 
that takes time to really feel into that and have that become real. And actually changing our behavior, changing our choices is still part of the death and gestation period. See, people forget that in order to have a birth, you have to have a pregnancy. And people forget that. And that's where we're losing ourselves here because we're trying to skip from the Scorpio death card that we just went through 13. We're trying to skip from, oh, I see these things into, oh, I know exactly the next version and I'm going to be her now or him now, or, you know, I'm going to be them now. And that's just like not how it has been able to work. And it's what it is, is it's still patriarchy, it's still capitalism that says, let's skip. And and this is tender right now, especially with what's happening in the States. Let's skip over just the importance and the hardness and the grief and the complexity and the choices that need to happen during that pregnancy time, during what I will call gestation, um, in, in this, in, in like the death rebirth in, in a woman, no, but you know, gestation. And there, there's so much in the world that it is trying to not talk about this time and not focus on what you have to go through during this time. And they're so focused on the birth that the gestation is erased. And the experiences that, that actually must happen there are erased. And the choices that have to happen there are erased. And the grief of the old self, of who you were before that, and the loss of the identities you could have had if this wasn't what you were going through. And so you can see with what's happening with abortions right now in the States that there's some lending and some themes here. And I'm not going to talk about that because that's not what this platform is for, at least at this moment. And, and, there's so many other people that <laughs> um, can give you correct information and um, who lend their whole purpose to this kind of activism. Obviously, I, I really believe in, in the right to choose. Um, that's so much in my values of everything we do here is we, we get to choose. We have free will. Um, and so that's what I will say if you're wondering what my stance is. Obviously, this isn't a podcast dedicated to that, but, but it's worth mentioning that this is part of society, that especially Western society and things, but I think society at large as well. And, and there is this real want to forget what we have to go through to get to a birth point. And in t- terms of the internal landscape within us, 
there's so much we have to do to get to that rebirth point. And we're, we're rushing it. You know, we experience this death, we start noticing things, things start to become really real for us. And then we want to skip to the good part. We want to skip to that new version of us or that new version of the relationship because relationships have a death life, death cycle. Absolutely. They do. You can like, that is something I've learned and you, you'll, I don't think anyone will ever talk me out of it, that the relationship itself between two people, three people, whatever it might be, has death, life, death cycles. And that's tough to navigate together because you have two people who may experience things very differently, may want to handle them very differently during a point where you see the death and now you're gestating. Now, what do we do in the gestation? That is the five of cups here. The five of cups says, actually, one of the biggest things we have to do once we start reckoning with these deaths is to grieve and live in the emotional tension of it all. And the tension for so many is the time. The tension for so many is how long it takes to go from a death to a rebirth. Nine months. Nine months. That means what we're feeling right now, we're probably going to really begin to see what's next. We're going to start seeing that judgment or feeling that judgment somewhere around October, November, December, kind of towards the last, what we would call trimester. Mm -hmm. Right. Last trimester. So we will start seeing the inklings, feeling the inklings of that next person. And so that puts us at a rebirth time. What is nine months from today? Today is May 16th. So May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December, January, February. So February of next year is when it's like, oh, here I am. And that last trimester, that last kind of, you know, from October on or from December on, we're actually going to start really changing and shifting and the big things are going to start happening. Um, if not external, then internal, like in us. But February is when we probably will have a moment where like, I just am this person now. Like, I'm not even worried that I'm that old person. And so we're going to be doing so much work over the next six to nine months. You know, it may not be perfect for everybody that six to nine months, but we're going to be doing so much. We're going to be making so many different decisions. We're going to be grieving all the time, the things we can't have now. You know, when when we make a choice, there's so many other choices that get swept off the table in the choosing. It's often why we don't want to choose, right? It's that um, decision fatigue or that FOMO where we're like, I don't want to make a choice because that means I'm eliminating all these other choices. And then we have to grieve that. And and you can think about someone who gets pregnant and that that is what they're going through. And especially going through deciding if they want to continue forward or not, because 
there's still a choice to say, I'm taking all these other options off the table and do I want to? And if you decide you want to, there's so much grief in that. And there's so much grief for what you, you won't have now and who you're not being and what patterns you're no longer playing out. And in the other realm, if you do choose to go through with it, you're, or if you don't choose, then you're grieving a possible rebirth. You know, you're, you're grieving what could have been there. And so we're always constantly mingling with grief when we're going through these things. And five of cups reminds us that we just kind of have to sit in it, that we have to be in it, that we have to look at it. We have to witness ourselves in that grief and not only just witness, but we have to be the person experiencing it. This is about no longer detaching from grief, no longer putting grief um, at arm's length. You know, we don't have to look at it logically. We have to feel it. Without the feeling, there is no more of the tarot between, you know, death and judgment. There's so much that needs to happen. And it's on the other side of grief. And it's on the other side of tension. So when it's not grief with ourselves, with others, with the world at large, with what could have been or what should have been, then it's tension. And we have to sit in the emotional tension that things feel hard and I'm having all these these emotions about the fact that I'm not where I want to be yet or I don't know who I'm becoming next or I'm having to do all these actions or, you know, this is taking so much time, whether this is you or whether this is your relationship going through a gestation. But it's about being able to be there and treating it as you would um, a, a, a beautiful mother who decided to move forward into this and now needs your, your, your dang support. Like, we need that support. And, and seeing things like this and seeing that there's this slowness and seeing that there's this time and, and, you know, what would a mother need? She would need care. She would need community. She would need understanding. She would need to be able to let her emotions out. Um, all of these things, right? And so that's what we need. We need that right now so that we can remember that this is a process. This is a life experience. Um, that this is not one of those patriarchal, here's a project, get it done, capitalist crap, bullshit. It's not like we are not a project. We are not some sort of goal. We are a person. We have a process. We grow. We have needs. And this is what we need right now. And we have to stay in the gestation and not jump forward. If we jump forward to judgment, it's going to knock us back. And then we're back at card one where we are ego driven. We think we get to create, you know, I mean, there's, there's so many positive things about the magician, but one of them is that he thinks he knows what the vision is for his own life as if source isn't going to come in and be like, can I give you better? 
uh, can I give you different because I see something even better for you or something more aligned. The, sometimes the magician is like, no, I'm the one with the tricks here. Um, even though there's, there's so many great things about um, being our own creator and being our, our own vision master. That's obviously a good thing too, but uh, we don't want to be knocked back. I feel like anyone listening to this is like, no, I don't want to be knocked back. I want to go through life. I want to keep experiencing this forward momentum to life and to myself. And I don't want to be afraid of rebirths anymore. And I don't want to rush them and I don't want to put pressure on them. So that means not putting pressure on yourself. <laughs> so I'm going to leave it there because this was such a good topic. I feel like I could keep talking about it. Um, I was saying the other day that there's voice memos on Anchor where I host my website or my podcast. And if you ever have a comment about this, I would love to share some of them, say at the end of podcasts, or if you ever have any requests where you're like, can you do a whole like special episode on this tarot card or, you know, this idea or whatever, let me know. I would love to have your feedback um, as much as it's like my creative project and my practice, I still want to serve you. Um, and I am considering doing beginner tarot again this year. So if you're interested in that, do lend your voice to this. Um, you can reach out on Instagram and let me know, or you can head to anchor.fm slash, um, at home tarot and click the, like, leave a message button and leave me a message that you're interested. It's usually a couple hundred dollars um, anywhere. I've run it anywhere from three to five, um, just, just because I was starting it out at one point, obviously. Um, so it's a couple hundred dollars. It's about seven to eight weeks. And by the end, you can read tarot intuitively. Um, and it gives you a baseline to then start learning um, you know, more of the logical, more of the knowledge base, but you can sit down and read your cards by yourself and you have a, a really good understanding of the tarot deck from that. So if you're interested in that, I'm thinking of rerunning it, but I'd love to know if there even is interest. So reach out if you're listening, like I said, Instagram or anchor. And other than that, I guess I'm going to continue to drink my beverage here and um, continue to grieve and feel the tension and just continue to live and choose while I go through this gestation with you. Um, yeah, let me know how this sat with you. I care about you so much and, uh, wish you were here with me at home and I'll see you again tomorrow. Bye now. Thank you for joining me at home for our daily practice today. If you'd like deeper insight into your current energy, head over to jennetdale.com slash insight messages to order a personalized reading from me and be sure to hit subscribe wherever you're listening. So you can join me again tomorrow. See you then. Thank you.